Let's uh, shift gears. Let's talk crude oil. Let's bring in our first guest this morning. Carly Garner joins us, a senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading. Carly, welcome. Uh, it sounds like lawmakers have drafted a bill on embargo on Russian oil. Do you see this becoming a, re a reality? And if so, has it already been priced in? Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say. I can't predict what happens in Washington. That's they're on, in a, you know, they're doing their own thing over there. I will say that the market has. Uh, already put in basically a de facto embargo. So I think a lot of it's priced in. We likely would get a knee-jerk reaction to the upside, but I'm not sure those prices were hold. Uh, I do think that hopefully, hopefully, crude oil finds a way to carve in a range here, somewhere between about on the front month, 125 and 115, so we can work off some of this volatility and get to a more uh, reasonable price discovery method crazy to hear you were talking about a range of 125 to 115 i mean that's just staggering in itself when you kind of isolate it from the rest of the incidents let's talk about how if we do see some sort of concerted effort to uh put an embargo on russian oil most definitely would expect to see president uh vladimir putin russia's president respond there was always talk already talk about this nord stream one pipeline being cut down basically he's not willing to uh, extend production into europe so ultimately they're going to be a little bit more reluctant to uh go behind get behind that uh, embargo relative to the u.s right you know i think it's uh one thing i'd like to point out is if you remember in March 2020, the Russia decided to declare a price war with OPEC and basically flooded the market with oil. Mm -hmm. And the result was we had uh, from almost exactly two years ago, we gapped lower $14 or so in crude oil. And then we extended those losses over the next couple of weeks before putting in a very messy and painfully bottom. I think we're actually getting the exact opposite this time around. Uh, interestingly enough, Putin is, is behind it. So that's, I don't know that, uh, say what you want, but... Um, there's definitely some some interesting things going on there, but I'm from from what it feels like to me is there's a lot of traders that were caught on the wrong side of this. People that were expecting. I mean, if you look at a chart, crude oil had a really good shot at holding like the mid 90s to 100 from a technical basis and also from a fundamental basis. But suddenly everything changed and people are now trading on. Uh, they can't tra really trade on fundamentals because it's all a guess. We really don't honestly know what the fundamentals look like. So it's it's emotion and headlines and whim. And this is what we've got. So, And then you got a situation, and I like that point there, because the technicals really don't provide us anything in terms of uh, real historical data up at these levels. And you can see the parabolic move to the upside, ultimately. It does have, as you mentioned, traders kind of guessing. And I'd agree with you. I think a lot of people were caught on the wrong side. Speaking of being caught on the wrong side, ultimately, this means prices the pump are on the rise as well. Right. Uh, we're seeing the interesting thing is crude oil hasn't crude oil has another if you go based on Sunday's night, Sunday night open, we have another 15 or so dollars to get to all time highs. But gasoline mm -hmm. is already there. Okay. So the gasoline market's already toying with those all time highs. I think, you know, it's a 50 50 shot whether crude decides to follow suit and do that or not. Um, I wouldn't be a price chaser if you're honestly, honestly, I've been telling my clients, if you're out of the market, stay there. It's a lot better to be uh, looking from the sidelines, wishing you were in than vice versa. Trust me on that one. So just, you know, keep things small and hedged and, and see what happens. There's no way to predict what kind of uh, outcome this kind of this will have. Good advice for traders who haven't experienced these types of conditions. Flat is a position, and there's nothing wrong with just sitting on the sidelines and watching and learning. Um, oftentimes, mm -hmm. it does look like there's a lot of opportunity out there, but you put the trade on, and all of a sudden, you realize the risk that's associated with it as well. So uh, it's, not, it's important not to see things just one-sided here. 
Um, yeah. and, and a good point here in terms of RBOB, it has been taking off to the upside. We're looking at it here in terms of the candles. Uh, the purple line in this instance is crude. Uh, and the run up. I wanted to talk about some of the other commodities with you, Carly, though, because I know that's not uh, crude and the energy markets aren't the only ones that you focus on. For example, metals, I noticed overnight up to 2027.80. This is the move the bulls have been looking for for a while, just not necessarily the circumstances they would wish upon it. Yeah, we're seeing the, the interesting thing about commodity volatility is it's kind of spreading. So, for example, um, it, it started with crude oil and wheat. And now it's starting to spread into the the metals. I think gold's probably making a run for 2100. And based on what we've seen in oil and wheat, it's probably not going to mess around. It's probably going to do it pretty quickly. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how that washes out. Silver's making its way higher as well. I wouldn't want to be in the way of that. Um, one thing I'd like to note is a lot of this volatility and chaos is is due to a lack of liquidity as opposed mm. to, well, it's, there's event risk and all these things going on, obviously, but there's a severe lack of liquidity. And if you looked at the crude oil chart on Sunday night, the bid-ass spread on some of the futures contracts at some point were a dollar to $2 wow. on a futures contract. Wow. That's really insane. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. It's usually a penny or two. Yeah. Um, and what another thing I've noticed is when wheat, wheat has been going limit up, it, it actually has had some reprieve overnight, which is nice. Um, I wish the exchange would have expanded the limits a long time ago, but that's not for me to say. But with that said, what, what we were noticing is there's probably a lot of people that uh, notice that the two commodities that are affected the most by Russia and Ukraine are wheat and crude oil. And so with wheat limit up, desperate uh, traders that were maybe caught short wheat and needed to get out but couldn't because of the limit up pricing were looking to other commodities. And so every time that wheat went limit up in the overnight session on literally a couple hundred contracts traded, they went and bought crude oil because what else are they going to do? They need a hedge and that was the way to hedge it. So all of this lack of liquidity and price limits is really feeding on itself and making things a lot worse. So hopefully that's behind us, but it's just something to, to be aware of. Yeah, wheat uh, has seen quite the run up here, up 50% uh, just this week, it looks like. And, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's uh, been playing out in terms of nickel. I heard about a short squeeze overnight or yesterday in the London exchange. The metals exchange had to close mm -hmm. trading down. Yeah, you know, I don't we don't do a lot of nickel trading, but I'm aware of what you're what you're referring to. And I think it's uh, very similar to what we saw in wheat only like exacerbated because it's 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 less liquid than mm -hmm. wheat's actually mm -hmm. a, normally a very liquid market. But when crazy things happen, uh, you know, it, there's just there's no limit to the the madness in the markets. It, this was a really good reminder that uh, as a trader, you always have to be aware that the unthinkable is possible. Anything can happen just because something's never happened before doesn't mean it can't happen. And so uh, always, you know, hedge your risk, worry about your risk first, and then worry about hopefully making some money after. Yeah, I think that's great advice, again, in terms of not falling into a false sense of complacency as traders, oftentimes we get lulled into that uh, kind of expectation that things are going to continue to remain the same as they have been. Uh, and we do see these shocks to market conditions here oftentimes once, twice a year. Uh, it seems to play out here. Last time it seemed like the pandemic. This is a significant shock as well. Though let's talk about it. Any other commodities that you've been watching, Carly, that you think we should have our eye on? I've been keeping a close eye on copper, lumber, cotton for that matter. I mean, it all kind of phases into this inflation discussion ultimately and feeds right into uh, uh, some of the fears, concerns, and unease that investors are feeling. Right. So to be honest, I've had my hands full with, with wheat and crude oil. The, the nice thing Understood. about futures options is that futures contracts and options, they trade 24 hours a day. But the awful thing about them is also they trade 
um, well, 23 hours a day. Yeah. But as a broker, honestly, we've been nonstop for two weeks, yeah. really barely stopping to sleep. But I will say that um, the the one saving grace in the commodity marks is prob- market is probably the softs, like sugar, cocoa, uh, those types of products are actually kind of behaving themselves. So if you absolutely have to speculate and you just can't stand it, maybe focus on those as opposed to trying to get involved in the volatility that's literally um, really unmanageable and unruly. All right, Carly. Awesome. I appreciate it. And for someone who's spent years in the markets and seen lots of ups and downs, I can hear it in your voice in terms of your (laughs) uh, awestruck aspect of some of the price activity we've seen recently. I think it has us all kind of taking a step back and uh, just kind of looking uh, again in awe. Carly, thanks for joining us this morning to talk uh, commodities. Carly Garner, the senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading. 